Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Pilate said to Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this on your own? Or have others told you about me? Pilate answered, I'm not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom did belong to this world, my attendants would be fighting to keep me from being handed over. But as it is, my kingdom is not here. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king? Jesus answered, You say I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The Gospel of the Lord. The story of a married couple who were a couple days away from Thanksgiving and feeling kind of sad because their children had grown up and moved away to another state and no one was going to be there for Thanksgiving except them. So that night the husband got on his computer and sent uh, an email to his children said, uh, children, uh, I have some very sad news. See, your mom and I have had trouble in our marriage for some time now and we've just decided that we're going to get a divorce. Sorry to pass this on, love dad, and sent the email. So two hours later, the, he gets a phone call. And it's his son who says, what? You're getting a divorce? You're not getting a divorce. You don't do anything until we get there. I talked to my sisters. We're getting on a plane. We'll be there in two days. Don't do anything. So he got off the phone and turned to his wife and said, it's OK, dear. They'll be here for Thanksgiving, and they're paying their own way. (laughs) The opening line today's gospel is this. Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus says, did you say this on your own? 
or have others told you about me? There's a lot in those two short sentences. Pilate's asking a question. That's a really good thing. Jesus, what are you made of? What are you about? Who are you? That's good. It's good to ask questions. You know, God gave us a mind and an intelligence. He gave us the capacity to know new things over and over, more and more. So if you have a question, that's good. If you have a question about faith, don't feel bad. That's one of the ways we grow in faith, is when we question. I've got questions. Jesus himself said, seek, seek, and you'll find. You know, I always think that uh, we, we ask these questions like, like it's going to upset God or something. <laughs> Trust me, he can handle it. He's heard them all. Augustine said, all search for truth is a search for God. If we sincerely seek what we're seeking without even knowing it sometimes, is it divine? Because he is truth. If we're open, we will discover, we will learn, we'll get an answer. You know the most common reason young people leave the Catholic Church or churches in general today is because they say, no one answered my questions. No one answered my questions, so I left. It's really sad. You know, if the Catholic tradition has done one thing really well, it's that it's dealt with really big questions. And we've had holy, brilliant women and men articulate this for us. And it's accessible. You can read this. You can learn this. You can get these nagging questions resolved. You can get online for a word on fire. It's a Bishop Robert Barron's site where he deals with all these questions in an accessible way. You know, here's the other thing about this opening phrase that's rather startling. Jesus isn't quick to answer the question. In fact, he's evasive here. What's going on? Later, uh, Pilate says, then you are a king? Kind of nail him down. And Jesus says, well, you say I am a king. I think, you know, why not answer it, Jesus? You have this great opportunity. Just let him have it. Tell him. Well, friends, I think uh, there's more going on here. And I think Jesus is getting at something. See, not all questions are the same. Pilate is not a particularly open questioner. A question can be a tool to a particular end that you want. 
A question can be a weapon. And Pilate's about protecting the order, nailing him down. He has an agenda. It's not a seeking heart here. It's not a seeking mind. It's not someone who's after the truth of who Jesus is. The most important part in our quest is that we're just open in our mind, in our heart. And friends, to be open to something we don't currently have, something new, something we've never considered. Now that's openness. And God can do something with that. The other phrase is equally remarkable here. He says to Pilate, did you say this on your own or did others tell you about me? That's quite a question. He's saying, where is your question you're seeking come from? Where is your thinking about me come from? Is it from other people or is it from inside you? This person, you, and not others. Friends, a scholar once said that the whole gospel is all about teasing out one question. Who is Jesus? And who do you say that I am? Not what your parents say, your teachers say, the priest says, but what do you say? That's the ultimate question in the Gospels. Now, we need our parents and teachers, and we need some priests around, people who help us, give us a direction, a platform that helps us to ask the right questions and a direction to get them. But friends, ultimately, ultimately, it's your answer, yours and mine. Ultimately, we go to God one day as we are, by ourselves. And that's what Jesus is getting at here. Who's asking this question? You or someone else? You know, throughout the whole Bible, you see Jesus telling stories and he's teasing out this question. Come on, think about me. Think about it. Consider this. You know, my favorite story, and this is the Samaritan woman. You remember that story? He asked for, for a drink, and if you read it, it's this huge, wonderful dialogue. There's a lot of questioning going on. He's talking about her personal life and the stuff she's struggling with, all her husbands. Talking about what Samaritans think and what Jews think. And at the end of the story, she's gradually getting it. Getting this person. Gradually her mind is getting wrapped around him. She's seeing and considering something she never thought of. And then finally she runs into the town. <laughs> she says, come and see the man. 
Could he possibly be the Messiah? She's still questioning, but she's getting it. And she's already telling others, because that's what happens when you get it. You tell others. So they come from the town, and there's this remarkable line at the end of the gospel where the people from the town say to the woman at the end, we no longer believe because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves. And we know this is truly the savior of the world. See, it began with the woman's word to them, but they had to hear it themselves. God's word has gone out to you to tease you, to bring you here into places where you can hear it for yourself and come to know him. You know him as he is. You know, the vision of this parish, St. Norbert's, is to facilitate a personal encounter with Jesus Christ. That's our vision. That's what we do. It's not a catchy, clever phrase we made up. It's actually at the center of the Bible, of Jesus' life. Everything comes from that. Everything. Your encounter and mine with him. Friends, Christianity began in a graveyard. It began with a dead person. It began with women going to a grave. And their minds were reeling. They had big questions and no answers at that moment. They didn't know what to think. But they still went. They sought the only Jesus they knew, a dead Jesus. And in the going to him, in the darkness of their mind, he came to them. And they got it. Because this is no ordinary graveyard. The tomb was empty. And their minds were being stretched into something they had never even considered as possible. This idea of resurrection that we have heard they were the first to get it, to grapple with it. They're sitting there going, what is this? What is going on? Could it be? Golly, could it be what he said to us? Oh my, it is. And they met him. They met the risen one. And they came to know him in the only way possible through meeting him. And it all began. They say in science it's a paradigm shift. When you shift in consciousness because of this fundamental insight that changes everything, that's what happened to them. And that's what's supposed to happen to you and me. From that point on, you'll never see yourself or this world or Jesus in the same way ever again.
Who do you say he is? May this happen to each of us. Thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.